This is Matthew Parrott. Cambridge 105 Radio. Now, my guest this morning is Chris Hudson, who's written and stars in a new play called Nothing Great is Easy. It's the story of the first cross-channel swimmer, Captain Matthew Webb, and the performance is going to be at Jesus Green Lido as part of their centenary celebrations this summer. Chris, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Hi, how are you doing? So tell me, how did the idea for the play first come about? Well, I was looking to do a solo show. I think it was a bit of an overreaction to having directed big cast Shakespeare plays for three years in a row. And there's lots of uh, complicated arrangements to make. And I thought it would be nice to do something where it's just myself that I have to rely on. Um, so I, I happened upon the, the story of Captain Webb and I read a book called The Crossing, which is the story of his life. And I just thought this is the show for me because I'm an outdoor swimmer myself. I swim all year round, uh, mostly in rivers. Um, I'm, I'm nowhere near the, the swimmer that Captain Matthew Webb was in terms of the stamina, but I just thought it was such a fascinating story um, that it would be the perfect um, kind of character for me to, to bring to life, really. Um, but quite, cha- it quite a challenge you set yourself, because not, not only you know a solo, a solo play, which must be a challenge in itself, but also one that's set around water and, and swimming. How, how do you even go about staging something like that? Well, the the performance at the Lido will be the first time I've actually done it where there's a chance of going in the water during the performance. So that's a bit of an unknown. Um, but where I've performed it before, it's been in more traditional uh, performance spaces. So a lot of the representation of the swimming has been done by physical theatre techniques. Um, I mean, I, I wrote the, the script and I, I didn't put in any stage directions because I didn't know quite how i would um how i would do all present all the swimming so i left it to my director to to come up with um how to do that and she she did such a good job because she could see how it came across from the audience whereas i i couldn't have done that on my own um so you know the, the feedback has been has been great so so um, I think it, it worked uh, quite how I'm not sure. But uh, the performance at the Lido is going to be something different. Um, I was there actually last night, the first time trying out going, the, going in the water during a few of the scenes to see how that would work. So we've got a little bit of time to practice that. But I think it's... You know, it's such a unique opportunity. Yeah, um, this is this is what I'm fascinated by. Is uh, you know how, how you're going to manage sort of getting in and out of the water because presumably some scenes you need to be dry for and you need to be standing on the edge or, or whatever, and other scenes you're actually in the water. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I I won't be going in the pool for every part of the story where the captain's in the water because um, that would be most of the show. Um, although it's June. Um, It'll hopefully be a bit warmer than it is now. I think it it will be, you know, too difficult to to be in the water, you know, all that time. So I think we're going to kind of cherry pick scenes where it makes most sense and where I can go in without interrupting too much the flow of the the action. Um, so last night was the first um, tester of that, really. Um, I mean, I I didn't spend all that much time in the pool because it's quite a bit colder now than it's going to be in June but I did get a good feel for you know the sort of things that would work um, but we're we're hopefully going to have a floating platform on the water 
um, that's that's part of the performance. Um, so I'll be performing partly on there, partly in the water, and partly actually on the edge of the pool. Um, and we've, we've only got a couple of uh, bits of, kind of props and things that are going to be on the edge of the pool as well. Um, we're going to have, hopefully, microphones to pick up uh, my voice a little bit so that when I'm actually in the water, further away from the audience, you know, it's an outdoor performance as well. That'll kind of amplify my voice a little bit, just that, that extra little bit to um, to make it a bit easier to hear. Um, so, yeah, it's, it really is a, a unique experience for me because um, I've never acted in water before, surprisingly enough. <laughs> I'm sure um, you haven't. Is I know that... <laughs> It sound, it does sound quite unique. I mean, have you ever heard of, of uh, plays being put on um, in swimming pools before? <laughs> uh, well, I, I do know there was um, a production of an Alan Aitbourne play. I think it was called Way Upstream or Way Downstream that was put on at the National Theatre. And they had a big tank of water in there because um, I believe they had a, a barge on the tank of water that a lot of the action was centred on. Um, but it, the tank sprang a leak, so they had to cancel. Um, but I've, I've not heard of very many other uh, plays that have been set on, on water, um, you know, let alone where the performers actually go in, in the pool. So what are you, what um, are you most worried about? What, what, could, go, <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> um, I think getting too cold. Um, I mean, as I say, hopefully... It's going to be warmer in June um, than it is now. Um, I mean, I'm fairly used to going in cold water because I, I swim all the way through the winter. I think the coldest I've been in the water has been about two degrees. I've broken the ice to get in, in the water a few times while it's been snowing. So I'm hoping that I'm quite used to um, getting cold and, and withstanding that. But it's just going in, coming out, soaking wet. I will have a towel to to dry off with during the show, but I don't think it's going to dry me off completely. And um, I suppose the worry is that I'll get cold and it will kind of affect my breathing and my voice a little bit. I mean, if I start shivering, that could be interesting. But I'm, I'm, as I say, I'm hoping that come June it's going to be fine um, and the adrenaline will, will certainly get me through. I mean, it's only... Uh, just over an hour, the show. So it's not too long to uh, hold it together before I collapse into a shivering wreck. <laughs> <laughs> and will the audiences be placed all the way around the pool or will they just be at one end of it? We're going to perform in the middle of the pool, which is the um, the deep end, as it were. So it it's um, shallow at both ends of the pool and then in the middle, that's where it gets the deepest. So that's where it's going to be safer for me to jump or dive in Um, so the audience are going to be facing that and we're going to have some um, seating brought in um, for the audience Um, so yeah I mean the pool is I think it's 100 yards about 90 91 meters long it's one of the the longest pools in in Europe so uh, you know having we've got a kind of focus the audience around a certain section of the pool otherwise i think it would be you know too too wide um, a crowd to play to in terms of audibility and of course it's fantastic to be doing this as part of the the lido's centenary celebrations isn't it because they've got quite a lot of activities going on 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it feels so special to, to have been invited to do that for such a, a momentous occasion. Um, I mean, the fact that they've been going for 100 years is, is amazing. Um, and they've actually, I think, I think this last year or, or maybe the last couple of years is the first time for a while they've been open through the winter. So, you know, the popularity of outdoor swimming just seemed to explode during lockdown. I think that's that's really helped to, um, you know, drive the, the pool's popularity, which is which is great to see. Um, you know, they've got a sauna, which uh, was very nice to go in. I had a swim in January and, um, you know, I was pretty cold afterwards, even after four lengths, but going into the sauna to warm up afterwards is lovely. So, you know, they, they continue to develop um, the facilities there. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's been going 100 years this summer. And so this is I th- just one of the you know the many events they're going to be having, including um, uh, things like soirees and open days, um, other performances. I think there's going to be a live radio broadcast there. Um, and they're also planning a, a book, a memorial wall, exhibitions and a, and a whole lot of other uh, community focused activities so just being part of that is is really special sounds great well your event uh, you've got a little bit of time still to prepare for it it's saturday june the 10th isn't it at 8 p.m um right. and uh, but tickets are available now aren't they so what, what do people do if they they want to get hold of tickets that's right yeah so tickets are on sale at our site um the address is n g i e dot eventbrite.co.uk so n-g-i-e standing for nothing great as easy dot eventbrite.uk dot co.uk and um or they could go onto our facebook page uh, the name of our company is history onyx theater company uh, that's history with a with a y rather than the traditional spelling of history onyx um yeah we also have a um instagram um account for the event which is nothing great is easy show so people can look for that as well excellent well best of luck with it chris and uh, and, and well done for uh, for planning something really groundbreaking because i think it should be quite a, a spectacle to see i hope it goes really well thank you very much Chris Hudson there, who stars in that new play called Nothing Great is Easy at the Jesus Green Lido this coming June. And as he said, tickets are available now. Um, If you look at the Eventbrite uh, website, um, N-G-I-E, standing for Nothing Great is Easy, you can get hold of tickets or indeed via the, uh, the Jesus Green Lido website. Cambridge 105 Radio.